Welcome to Kent Hunter's Prescriptions from a Church Doctor, presented by Church Doctor Ministries. So here we are, episode four. In our last episode, in this uh, amazing look at Send North America, we uh, had a great conversation with John Hunter, the J-Dog guy. Wow, that was fun, wasn't it? Today, uh, we uh, remember from that episode that John did a 10-month stint with a thing like Send in England. That's actually where we got the idea. Those people over there helped us a lot to bring something like what they have over there to North America and ended up to be Send North America. And so we're glad for him. He actually had the vision, uh, as we talked about in our last episode, to bring something like that. We also heard how John Hunter was really changed over the 10 months and how uh, his life was rearranged in a way that uh, has led him to ministry in in, uh, the United States and who knows, maybe beyond. And of course, we were reminded too that there's a book about John Hunter, The J-Dog Journey on Amazon. If you're interested in that, you can get that. Today, we're going to zero in on some actual young adults who are involved in Send North America. They... uh, at this time, as I interview them, you guys have been uh, about uh, nine out of the ten months. And uh, toward the end of that adventure, you did a mission trip. and But in the meantime, you've been doing some all sorts of great things, learning about God, learning about yourself, learning about mission and outreach and how God operates and does things. This is a big-time privilege. I'm so glad to be with you guys today. i got to tell you that as somebody who works with SEND, Everybody who goes through sin becomes part of our personal family forever. We never divorce them. We never get rid of them. We never forget them. They make an imprint on our lives at Church Doctor Ministries and at Send North America. You guys make an imprint on us that never goes away. And so every year our family gets bigger and bigger and bigger. And when we get information and feedback from people that are doing God's work and living God's life and impacting people and changing the world because they've been in sin. It might be two, three years afterwards. We get the input. It is absolutely phenomenal. It is just amazing. What an inspiration to us. And I think it's an inspiration to their parents and everyone else that they know as well. So this really works, this Sen North America thing. And uh, no one can tell that better than a, a few of the send guys. So we're going to talk to some send guys here. We're going to start with Chelsea. How are you, Chelsea? I'm great. How are you? I'm good. Good. Yeah. Where do you come from anyway? Originally Illinois, but before I came to send, I was living in Minnesota. And so uh, you found your way to send. How did you get there anyway? How did how did you even know about send? I mean, we, we got a website, but still trying to get the word out. So how did you figure out that it even existed? I'm actually pretty good friends with Pastor Brian Spar, who has been one of the teachers for Send before, and he knew I was kind of looking around trying to figure out what to do with my life, and he was like, hey, I think this would be great for you, and so I looked at the website and talked to people and found my way here. I think that's really cool. It seems like, not everybody, but a lot of people that end up taking a hard look at send and, and get involved in send are people that really are trying to figure out what God's plan is for their life. So that was you too, huh? Yeah, I mean, I had been working in ministry, a couple part-time jobs for a couple of years and everything, and I loved it, but I was kind of just... As you've mentioned before, holy discontent filled me up, and I was getting bored with where I was and knew I wanted to do something different, just didn't know what. And God was like, hey, you're going to go do send for 10 months. So 
I did. That's really cool. So what other ministries were you in? I worked at a Lutheran church doing communications for them for a couple of years oh. and at a Lutheran uh, family camp, just kind of doing just about everything there. So you're kind of bouncing around, seeing where God could use you, and then you decide to take a pause for 10 months and say, I'm going to dig deep in and find out what God wants for me. Yeah, it was a big pause, too, because at my age, you know, I was worried I have student loans and everything to pay off, and so to take 10 months away and work a part-time job, it's a big step of faith, but I knew it was worth it, and it was worth it. So when you say at your age... Now, people can't really see how, what you look like. So are you saying you're like an older sin person or a young sin person? What are you saying? I'd say for this group, I'm definitely older. You know, turned 26 last week, so. Oh, my goodness. You're really old, yeah? <laughs> okay. Well, you know what? Better late than never. Okay, so you've had some time in SEND now. You're almost ready to wrap it up, aren't you? So as a seasoned SEND person, are you really sorry you got involved in SEND? <laughs> are you really happy? I'm really happy. I'm very grateful that this is where God called me and just for the entire experience. So, like, what's some of the highlights for you personally? Not the things that you did in SEND so much, but as you know, what it's meant for you. How has it changed you? Um... I think I'm definitely more confident in my faith and being able to proclaim what I believe in. And I used to be like a huge people pleaser, just wanted to make sure everyone was happy and not really focusing on myself and not really doing it for the right reasons. And now I believe I can make people happy, but in a way that Christ wants me to. And I realized too that I love meeting new people and building relationships, and I never really focused on that before. And so coming here and meeting a ton of new people in a variety of different ways helped me realize that I love communicating and learning about people and learning their stories and sharing those stories, too. Yeah, I know you guys uh, raise your own support to come to SEND and uh, have a number of people that support you. And it's interesting to me that I don't think anybody that's come to SEND has really had an extremely hard time uh, getting support. It isn't that much, and I think people are blessed. But when I think about you, Chelsea, I read you know all the SEND uh, monthly newsletters every month. And over the 10 months and uh, that you're sending out to all your support partners and family and all that kind of stuff. I think it shows a little bit that you're into communication. You're, you're good. You're, you're really a good writer. As an author myself, I'm thinking, when is your new book going to come out? <laughs> someday, maybe. <laughs> yeah. You have any aspirations? I do. I would like to publish a book someday, but haven't gotten there yet. If you do, is it going to be something about Jesus or something about God and the church? Or do you have any idea? Yeah, I think it would... I want it to be a story of some kind, just like, I don't know exactly, but sharing something, because I love telling stories. Yeah, that's cool. So you've enjoyed uh, Sen? Yeah. No regrets? No regrets. Always easy? No. (laughs) (laughs) Good for you. Nice to know you're honest. Challenging sometimes, huh? Absolutely. So you're glad to have been here, huh, and been involved in this? Yeah. I don't think I would be going where I'm going right now if I hadn't gone through Send. Like my life, I feel like I would have just kind of continued to plateau and not really have the relationship I have with God right now or other people for that matter. So you'd recommend it to somebody else? Oh, for sure. And what would you say? I'd say it's just, I mean, it feels like it's 10 months of your life, but in the grand scheme of things, 10 months is a very short time and it's worth it in the end because each person experiences it in a different way, but it's an experience that 
if you allow it, could change your life forever and could change the way you view God and view other people. Very cool. Well, thanks, Chelsea. That's really awesome. Our next guest is Hester. How are you, Hester? Great, thanks. Yeah, you're smiling. Are you having a good time? Oh, yeah. Yeah? What have you liked about Sen the most? What What did you do that you think was the highlight? I loved all of our mission trips that we took monthly throughout the 10 months. Um, my favorite was when we went to visit the church in Arkansas and studied just the new culture that churches are taking on. Yeah, it's a very different church, and uh, you uh, saw some different things there. What did you see that really uh, struck you personally? The way they interacted with each other really stuck out to me as it just, it was a new way of looking at faith and religion and just seeing all the people there so in, in such a tight community. Yeah, you know, we like going to that church because one of the things that caught our attention in the beginning was that they baptized over 300 people who were not Christians before, obviously, every year and have done so for 10 years. And uh, we just think that's one of the greatest exposures that we could bring people to. We can bring pastors and church leaders to that. And I'm just so glad Sen can join us because I think even the group that comes, which is people from all over the United States, I think for them to meet people from Sen and for you to see other people that aren't in sin, but they're really interested in how they can make their church more productive for God's kingdom and reaching lost people. That's pretty exciting. So do you have a heart for lost people, or is that got something to do with what you saw there, or, or what? Yeah, I'd say so, that for sure. Did you find sin helpful in helping you figure out how to talk to people that are far from God? Oh, for sure, yes. I. It, it's been eye-opening just seeing all the different perspectives that people have on life and just understanding their heart better so that we can reach out to them in a, and share God's love with them. So Hester, the Christian witness before send, and Hester, the Christian witness after send, what's the difference? Oh, I, I've learned so much about just understanding others as well as understanding myself and just God's heart. It's been incredible to experience the growth of being able to just understand how to reach out to people, how to love on people, and how to witness to them. So have you done some of that in sin? For sure. I, the, we've been work. we have all have part-time jobs, and I, I've definitely made a lot of relationships in my, my job and just being able to connect with them and share lives with them is truly amazing. Well, that's really cool because the whole concept of having a part-time job while you're doing sin is not just to have some money for day-to-day -day living, you know, an extra coffee or something like once in a while or whatever you drink, but it's also to take what you're learning and put it into practice out there in the world. And so it sounds like that worked for you, huh? Yes. So you had some good experiences sharing your faith with people then? Yes, yeah. A lot of them were Christians, but many weren't. And just, it was incredible seeing the way we could encourage each other in our faith and encourage those around us that weren't. It It was an experience, for sure. That's really great. So, uh, Hester, where do you come from? 
I'm from Salt Lake City, Utah originally, but I call Southern California my home. So you have two states that you call home, huh? Yes. <laughs> so where do you think you're going from here with God's great journey for your life? I'm not exactly sure. I'm still very open to what he's calling me to do. I'm moving back to Southern California, and I'll be working a lot with my church and volunteering, and hopefully I can still be open to whatever he has in store for me. Do you think there are some people in Southern California you could find a witness to that don't know Jesus yet? Definitely, for sure. <laughs> so you feel better equipped to do that? Oh, yes, yes. So you have more confidence to do that? Yes, that's yeah. that's one of the biggest things that I've gotten out of Send, really, is just my confidence and ability to just interact with people on an emotional, spiritual level that I couldn't before. You know, uh, most people that are Christians and go to church all their life, if you ask them about sharing their faith with someone, they look like somebody just punched them in the stomach and they don't have any air left in their life. You know, they go into shock, like, oh, I couldn't do that, you know. Um, but you have that confidence that you're going to look forward to that. And you didn't have that before? No. <laughs> I've, yeah, no. <laughs> do you think most of the guys that you've been with together in the SEND group this year kind of have that same experience about sharing faith? Yeah, definitely. So what do you think if we could add another thousand young adults who are confident in sharing their faith? Could we make a dent on America, do you think? That change the world. Change the world. So uh, you're done with sin. You're going to go change the world, starting in Southern California. God bless you. Well, how about you, Cody? Where are you from? Southern California. Well, we got to run here. Yeah. So how did you uh, come to find out about sin? Well, um, it was actually through my pastor who had gone to Southern Florida for a pastor's conference. And you actually spoke at it. Um, and he had an opportunity to speak with you a little bit, bit about it. And that's kind of how when he came home, he was like, Cody, I, I, if you wouldn't mind uh, just going and doing some research about this program, see if it's the kind of thing we want to get involved in. And I did my research, ended up like it, it sounded really cool, but I wasn't interested, like I wasn't directly interested until uh, like I, I came to believe that God wanted me here. Oh, that's a good answer. So your research, if I was young again and I was your friend and you just came out of sand and uh, I said, well, you know, how do I research this? You got any tips on what I do to kind of scope this thing out called sand and, and figure out whether it's for me? What did you do? What did what worked for you? Well, first I actually went to uh, the website and because on there uh, there's a whole bunch about uh, like the newsletters. Um, they were there, um, well, actually, the way to sign up for the newsletter were there, and you had uh, videos and uh, things about the different leaders and, uh, like, a really in-depth explanation. So the first step was really going to the website and ju just, like, looking around. Um, and then from there, uh, actually reaching out and contacting Kenzie, uh, the, the leader before, I, I reached out, sent her an email, and was like, hey, I'm interested in doing Zen. I'd like to know more. Here's a couple questions I have. And I got an email back within a week. And it was very in-depth. It was uh, good. And then I kind of looked up each of the people on Facebook to, to learn a bit, little bit more. And that was kind of my process. Did you have any phone conversations in that process? Um, not directly. It wasn't until after I like put in my application that I actually mm. speak with anybody 
at Zen, but even then, like, during the application process and after it was finished, raising support, like, it was all, a whole bunch of help and getting to know the people who were involved in the program and just getting to know what I had to do. Well, it's good to hear. A good ministry always needs good leadership and strength to help people with it. And so it's good to hear that you had a lot of help along the way. So what's your highlight for SEND? Do you have a favorite thing? That is a very difficult question because there's been so many, like, don't get me wrong, like SEND is one of the hardest things I've done yet but there's been so many amazing things that have happened like it's very difficult to like pinpoint just one. if i absolutely had to it would be i have to like pin down it's not really a single moment but all the like, sin just has this way of bringing you to those moments where you face like god and face the world and you're um you realize things about yourself you realize things about god and it changes the way you think and that's that's really what I love about Zen. Do you feel a lot closer to God? Oh yeah, yeah. Um, because of the lessons we've had, I, I've kind of learned uh, more about like my personal gifts and getting to know the heart of God and uh, re- being able to reach people better. So where do you think God's taken you in your life now? You got this behind you and. You're off to some new adventure, probably. I'm actually headed back to my home church to, uh, um, right now, I think he's kind of guiding me to maybe be a pastor or to work toward that direction. But honestly, the more I know about God, the more he kind of like throws those curveballs in. So I'm really open to see where he takes me. So you found sin not only exciting and joyful, but also challenging. Yes. (laughs) Well, one of the things that SEND really does, like, it makes you a family. With your other SEND students, it makes you a family. And with families, there are points to where you want to strangle each other. And there's been a couple times where it's been so incredibly difficult, especially on mission trips. Like, there there was this, uh, our, our one to Texas, like, everybody was at each other's throats, because of travel and getting in at like 2 a.m. We're all tired. We were all exhausted. But like the funny thing is the next morning we all got up. We all went to breakfast and we all just kind of were happy. We loved each other. So the family aspect, some of the most difficult moments are because we felt like a family and some of the best moments are because we felt like a family. You think it's great to be a part of a group going through that together rather than singly? It's always great because there's been so many times where I've had to lean on my fellow SEND students because, like, I've always struggled with depression. And when I get like that, I want to withdraw. And just being able to, like, lean on my fellow SEND students and know that they love me, that they care about me, is was enormous in helping me get through. So this family is going to be kind of spread out after you're done. How are you going to stay family? One of the greatest things about the modern era is internet but also a classical like kind of thing no matter how far we go no matter what ends of the country we always end up at i know that out there somewhere there are going to be people that love me that care about me and if i needed support if i needed someone to give me a hand they're just one call away yeah they'd be there for you yep Do you think everybody would be that way for everybody? I think each each group is probably different, but the kind of bonds you forge in, in SEND is 
unlike anything else that I've been a part of, because, like, you go through, like, a process of, like, being torn down and built up and torn down and built up, and, uh, like, when you go through that with somebody, like, you end up really close. Like, I'm pretty sure people here know a lot more about me and, like, my journey in these past few months than, like, anybody in my family, like, my actual blood relatives. And so, yeah, like... I'd have to say it's more than likely you will end up supremely close to the people you go through sin with. Well, it's an interesting word you use, torn down. That would kind of frighten me to get involved in sin. Uh, can you explain that? I mean, uh, what do you have, a leader that beats you up? What is that all about? When you first get to send, you usually come here with a lot of like things you already know. Like um, sometimes, uh, like I... I, I um, most of us had already been Christians for a little while. I think mine was probably the shortest. I've only been a Christian for like two or three years. And all of them have been like Christians their whole lives. And so you kind of come up and come in with these like preconceived notions. And then you come to one of those God moments, one of those Kairos moments that change the way you think. Like God, it's not anything that any person does. It's what God does that like changes your idea and it makes you a better person. God changes you in those moments. But you have to kind of hit a little bit of a low point before you can be built back up. Yeah, I, I think uh, that's the wonderful thing uh, that I like about Send is that there's so much teaching. Just like the Kairos moment thing, I went through uh, college and seminary and graduate school at a seminary, actually in two seminaries, and I had never learned that before. And I often think about... If I could have learned that at your age, the age that you guys are, and learned that so you had that for all your life, it just seems like you'd be like way ahead of the power curve for life with God. You think that's accurate? Yeah. When you come to send, you get this binder. And in the binder, you put all your lessons, all your notes, everything that you've learned throughout the year. And uh, I guarantee, like, years down the road, I'm going to be looking back at that binder and saying, oh, I remember that. That is going to help me in this moment. And that's one of the things that really comes out of send. Like, it, it's not changing you in the moment. It's changing you year after year after year for the rest of your life. Like, these are lessons you're going to be using. Wow, so you're going to have this reference binder. How big is it? Is it, like, how thick? An inches, would you say? It's about six inches thick. I know you get like printed notes, right? You have an outline and everything to follow. Oh, yeah. I've actually added a couple things. Like during this time at Send, I've actually had opportunities to teach. And I've actually thrown like my own notes from those teachings on top of like the stuff I've already learned at Send. So like I've already started to use the binder from like just in the year. And so you have that and that's sort of your reference binder for life, huh? Well, that's the whole idea. I tell you what, guys, I am so thrilled to be able to just hang out with you guys once in a while. Some of my favorite moments are with the Send guys. Um, like I said, it's like part of our family. I think about my own life, and uh, I didn't know anything about Send. I didn't know anything about what you could do, what the options were. And I just pray often that more young adults could know about send. So you guys are now, as you finish send, kind of ambassadors for God that you've learned to do well. As part of that, you are ambassadors for send. Um, you got anybody in mind that you might be praying for and thinking about that you could encourage to do send? How about you, Chelsea? Yeah, I just 
I'm going back to the camp that I worked at this summer, and I hope to be able to talk to the camp counselors there because they're all, you know, just out of high school or college age, and I have a feeling that there's probably some of them that aren't quite sure what they want to do. So hopefully I can talk to them and just share my experience and pray over them as well. How about you, Hester? Do you have, have you thought about it at all? Well, my church back home has a lot of youth there that I definitely will consider telling them about it. Yeah, well, your firsthand experience, right? Yeah. How about you, Cody? Yeah, there's a couple. Um, I, I've actually already been asked by a pastor at a, another church who was going to sponsor me but ended up prayer sponsoring me to come and speak at his church to his youth group about what like I kind of went through through send. Well, I don't think there are any other ambassadors that could be greater than people that have been through sin. As much as I love sin and as much as I believe in it, I can't really be the kind of ambassadors that you can. And one thing that challenges me so much is that in our churches today, in a lot of churches in America, not all of them, but a lot of them, they're just short on young people. And we've kind of lost a whole generation. Not all of them, obviously, because you're here and you're going to be out there and you're going to be great equipped missionaries. But I just loved the idea of uh, uh, send equipping people who can equip people who can multiply the movement. Send is a great 10 months, but it is just the beginning. A movement of young people could turn this country and this world upside down. So as you go your way, you've got to know that all of us, all the teachers, all the leaders, all the prayer partners, all the parents, everybody's behind you in prayer and are very excited to see what God's going to do. So I just thank you guys for spending this time with us. And I just want to mention that in our next episode, in episode five, we're going to talk about what adults can do to encourage young people and get that movement going. A lot of times we adults aren't as smart as we think we are. And so we need a little help in knowing about how can we encourage young people to just take a look at and pray about something like sin. So in our next episode, we're going to focus on what pastors can do to think about encouraging young people to take a look at sin, what parents can do to encourage young people in their families or people they know in their extended families. We're going to spend some time in our next episode talking about that with Tracy, the, the leader of Church Doctor Ministries and SEND. And uh, we're also going to talk to Sarah, who has been your leader this year, and uh, ask her about her wisdom about how we can encourage people to get involved in SEND. So God bless you, and we just look forward to our next episode, episode five, where we'll talk about how to encourage young adults to get involved in SEND. You have been listening to Kent Hunter's Prescriptions from a Church Doctor, presented by Church Doctor Ministries. If you like this episode, please leave a review on Apple Podcasts and subscribe to hear future episodes. To learn more about SEND, visit www.sendnorthamerica.com. Also, check out Kent's new book, Who Broke My Church? Seven Proven Strategies for Renewal and Revival, available now wherever books are sold.